welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny Venerable, so happy to be back with my PHNX Cardinal brethren, Mr. Bo Brock on my right, Frank Sanders, the OG of OGs. We got a lot of cool sponsors we're going to talk about today, one in particular, but gentlemen, so blessed to be back from my gallivanting across Las Vegas, a uh, quick 45-minute flight with my wife. Uh, I come back physically broken, financially broken, and back to work with PHNX. But in all seriousness, it's, it's good to see you, fellas. Johnny, it's great to see you, my man. I uh, I can p- completely identify with that. I mean, everybody feels that way after Las Vegas. I yeah. think there's only a few times in your life where you you hit it enough to where you're like, oh, I got to get back to Sin City. And then after mm-hmm. that, you just get more and more financially broke. And then you're the Tiger King and I'll never recover from this. That's that, um, I can, that's where <laughs> you're at right now. <laughs> I felt like that about last Friday. Uh, and I'm like, shit, we got five days to go. I better pace myself. But the good news is the RBVs, the Red Bull Vodkas were, were flowing. Um, so I come back uh, a little tanner, a little a little more broke. Uh, but Frank, it's good to see you. Can you see me with those glasses on by chance, Frank? Frank, you're muted. Do you got audio problems? What's going on here? We just had you on here. Where does is uh? It's not showing that he's muted. Muted. I don't see. I don't know what happened to our guy Speedo Jackson. He was working. I got to go. I got there. there he is. is. <laughs> Saul, is that Coco beware? I apologize. I had a situation no problem. this afternoon. Hey, you're know. looking good. Um, I'm a little upset at both of you, uh, and we'll get into that later in the show because um, of a certain graphic that's been exposed today. Uh, <laughs> I come back. I thought, you know, you know, partially my show, red carpet would be rolled out. Yeah. Instead, I'm getting, you know, old rotten fruit thrown at your boy but you know i digress but it's it is good to be back it's good to be back talking arizona cardinal football and uh former first round pick uh zavin collins linebacker for the team uh you know had a rough rookie season took to the microphone today at cardinal headquarters and pretty vulnerable comments pretty eye-opening comments gentlemen from the former 16th overall pick and and we heard from zavin today first let's hear about what exactly went on during number 25's rookie season? You know, uh, a lot of it was um, my fault, you know, some bad practices, you know, dealing with shoulder stuff, you know, dealing with the shoulder, um, it it actually had a lot more effect on me than, you know, probably that I thought, you know, I was trying to, at some point, after I'd injured it a second time, I was trying to be tough man with it, which probably would wasn't um, a smart idea, you know. Um, you know, obviously, that having limiting practice, you know, if you have bad practices, you're not going to play in the game. So that's where the kind of the transition of that went. So, but I took my role with special teams and you know what I was put to do in, and when I got into the game, trying to excel there. So you know, you take those mistakes. And take everything that happened last year, good, bad, or ugly, learn from it, move on. It's in the past. That's that's where I'm at, you know, now. And just trying to get better and get get ready for this next season, you know, just attack it. So we heard those comments today, Bo. I am back, and I am better than ever, ready to tackle this topic, Mr. Bookman. Uh, Bo, we heard those comments today, and you and I were texting kind of off air, like, it, those are kind of alarming, wouldn't you say? 
Now Bo's muted. What's going on here with our audio? I can't Look, hear. No doubt going. about it. This go. is this is something that the, today was the first day of the Zaven Collins experiment that uh, I feel very uneasy about it. I feel like Zaven Collins might not be on the right track. Like we have seen traditionally, we've seen Steve Kime first round draft picks not get utilized correctly their first season, but then the next season they see a jump in their snaps and you know they start to write the ship. I mean, DJ Humphreys didn't even play his first season. He was a red shirt. And then yep. he makes his way slowly to the Pro Bowl, Hassan Reddick. He's misutilized for the first three seasons. They don't pick up his fifth-year option, and then he racks up 12 and a half sacks. And next thing you know, he's securing the bag for over $43.5 million. Zaven Collins is a guy that last week Vance Joseph said, as far as him and Isaiah Simmons go, it's their time. That's a direct quote from VJ. And when I hear Zayvon Collins talk today about his role and Emma, who is our producer today, can you can you actually play what Zayvon Collins said about his role going forward this year? Yeah, so I've I've moved around, you know, from a lot of positions. You know, I moved outside at the end of the year last year. I thought I played well there um, for the time that I was there. Um, but we kind of doing all kinds of stuff, you know. I could be the man in the middle. I could, you know, be at somewhere um, in the middle, but maybe not calling it. Um, we don't know what, what that is yet, so we'll take that as we go into training camp. But I feel comfortable now, obviously, with, you know, being in uh, a year under my belt and knowing the whole, going through the whole entire playbook and obviously learning other positions. That also helps, too, because then you kind of get the, um, you know, the view from another position. So it helps you. So it's it's nice. I'm waving the red flag right now. Holy there, fuck. What what are those <laughs> comments? I, I mean, Frank, it, it seems like because this was a guy that last May, Steve Keim was saying he's the starting Mike linebacker. He's going to be the leader on the defense. He's going to be the guy that's going to be calling out the plays. And now we're completely backpedaling. Hey, I'm going to be this versatile guy. I might be inside. I might be outside. Like, that's all all well and good. But you were telling me last May – this was going to be your starting inside Mike linebacker, and now that's no longer the case. Like, what the hell's happened? Uh, it's called Welcome to the NFL, rookie. Because when you get a chance to get, when you actually get a chance to size yourself up against the other guys that either have tenure, time, or experience at that same position that you call yourself being the first round draft pick in, you have to stand up and answer the call. Unfortunately, I think that was a situation that we just didn't see that, and that's why we kept Jordan Hicks. But, JV, you got to add to the conversation that what he did say, what he said openly, was the fact that he had some shoulder problems. Those shoulder problems affected him in his play, his performance. Okay. But not only that, mentally, just the speed of the game was much faster than he expected it, and it blew his mind. Last year they said he looked like he was he could have been in an exorcist movie because his head was, his head was on a swivel. <laughs> so much. And that's just how it is sometimes. The, the speed of the NFL is night and day than anything he's ever seen from Utah. But in reality, you got to give this guy a chance that this year he's talking like, I understand more. I feel better. I'm more comfortable. And that's the stuff that you got to look forward to now. Is he? Because he's because he blatantly said there he laid it out. Like, to everybody temper your expectations because I may not call the defense, which tells me one thing. You've got Isaiah Simmons, who does not have a position in the NFL. Did not start the playoff game after, you know, being an off and on starter all year. Simmons may or may not play inside. He may scoot to the DBs. I, I, I'm going to make a prediction right now after those comments, because you guys can attest to this on this show dating back the last couple of weeks. I, I said, and this sounds idiotic now, Zayvon Collins would have a better Cardinal career than Isaiah Simmons because he's a true inside linebacker. 
I, I love Zayvon Collins' pick and spread. I picked him two weeks ago to break out this year. He is telling us right now with those comments, like, I may not call the defense. Then what are you doing? I can well, tell you he, right now, Nick Vigil is going to call the defense. Former Nick, Minnesota Viking that they brought in right after they got rid of Jordan Hicks. That's who's calling the defense. He will be on the field for 90 plus. It's being everybody being spoon fed this right now. Read between the lines. See the big picture. Nick Vigil is going to play the most snaps of any linebacker for the Cardinals. Disaster. Unmitigated pump the brakes, disaster. JV, pump no, the brakes. I won't. JV, pump the brakes. He's still your first round draft pick. I may not call the defense. <laughs> if, even if he's hurt last year. Hey. Okay, I'm pick I'm picking everything up. I'm a sponge. I'm right behind Jordan Hicks. I'm learning everything. In the offseason, I got it right. I know what I'm doing. Oh, it's it's June and you don't know if you're gonna call the defense. That means you're not calling the defense. Well, the beauty of it is that he says he's he's tried multiple positions. They're trying to figure out what's the best position for him. Remember. Bo, you said it eloquently. They screwed over our guy, I mean, Hassan Reddick, man, for four years to try to figure out what he did well. And then he finally figured out that he was a defensive end and just an edge rusher, and he balled the hell out. So at the end of the day, you're still trying to find the same thing out with Zayvon Collins. Just because you drafted him as a Mike linebacker doesn't mean that he's going to be the Mike linebacker in the system. Apparently, the system is more fluid than we think it is. We're thinking like just the caveat of a 4-3 defense or a 3-4 defense. And they say that that's exactly what you are. But I don't believe that. I think Vance Joseph's defense, he's moving guys around. Last year we saw Jay, we saw JJ and CJ on the same side. That's an oxymoron. They, the NFL right now, guys have to be fluid. They have to move about. And they have to have that conversation. Now, if your guy, Nick, is the starting Mike linebacker, man, we're screwed. We're 1,000% screwed on that that's defense just because he knows it. But that's the part that we have to figure out what we can, what we can talk about with Zavin and see how he grows. I still think he could be our Mike linebacker, but at the end of the day, I think that he got a rude awakening, man. Like, bro, those those guards and centers are beast. They not little. I was gonna use the B word, but I can't use that. They're not that, bro. They baller. So in reality, like they'll push that little dude around and make him think that he's not worthy of his position. JV, Sli- relax. He's gonna I'm not be your going guy. to. And everything slime you said him. about him is gonna happen. I can't say that Sli- he'd be a better linebacker than. Uh, Isaiah Simmons, but I can say that he's going to be a hell of a player once he figures out VJ's system. Sly in the comments, too busy in the Scottsdale clubs. Bo, were we not just talking about this before the show? He's in the club. Zavin, Zavin, Zavin Collins was an academic All-American at the University of Tulsa. He and I that, that means something to me at the next level. Like, you may not be an all-pro you know all pro scholar, but you can pick up a defense. I do think there's something to be said. He went from Tulsa, which... Bo and I can attest to this. We've been there. We've been to their uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma campus. There's nothing there. He comes to Arizona, immediately yeah, gets arrested, immediately Scottsdale. gets arrested, mm-hmm. is in Scottsdale. I, I'm not trying to jump on the kid, Bo. I, I wonder if he just yeah. can't handle it. Well, I, I completely agree with you. I mean, as far as it, it's starting to kind of – we're seeing that it might be too much for him to be – the captain out there of the defense. And look, I hear what Frank's saying. Like, I'm not guzzling my four peaks kilt lifter right now because Captain OG's down there has talked me a little bit off the ledge and drinking for the rest of the afternoon because Steve Kime botched another pick. I mean, what the Arizona Cardinals really need to do right now is 
they need to find out what, and, and it sounds like they are. They're trying to figure out wh- what the best role is for Zayvon Collins because it's not what they initially said. He is, you know, that academic All-American from Tulsa. It doesn't go that far. It's not the Tulsa of the Midwest. It's not no. even close, or the Harvard of the Midwest. It's not even close. Uh, I mean, it's he was a team captain. He's As far as physically, everything you want from a linebacker, but between the ears, you know, I think we're seeing some red flags as far as, can he do the job of being the lead of your defense? And right now, going into year two, I don't think he's anywhere close. But can you put him in a position? The biggest thing for the Arizona Cardinals and Vance Joseph, can they pivot and put him in a position to make an impact each and every Sunday? That's the biggest uh, thing that VJ's facing right now. Very relatable comment from Sly. I can't handle my Scott Sale in the mid-30s. It's very difficult, right? And I think that's why <laughs> we got to give Cliff Kingsbury pres- uh, credit. He singly lives in Paradise Valley. And he gets to the facility at 4 a.m. Um, I, I will go and play devil's advocate here and try to, you know, convert this conversation into a positive. Because he did mention he's been playing a bunch of different positions, which barf. I don't want to hear that from my second consecutive inside backer. Simmons already does that, Zavin. So you need to pick a position, young man. Week 16 last year, or week 17, their last win of the season was at Dallas. Does anybody remember that game? I remember it yeah. vividly because Mo- I believe Marcus Golden was out that game. And it was Chan- either Chandler Jones or Marcus Golden was out. He, Zayvon Collins, kicked out to outside linebacker. I was in the building. He played 20 snaps. Majority of them were outside linebacker. He had his best. I know this is in the NLB all. His best PFF grade of the season at 74. He looked really good against the Dallas offensive line that is very competent, right? I'm not, he wasn't going up against Tyrone Smith, but he looked. He looked physical. He looked good against the run. He had to think less. He could just kind of play his role. Uh, if I'm Steve Kime, I'm getting with Vance. I'm getting with Cliff right now because it's early enough. Move him to outside linebacker. Make the make the change, even though, shit, I asked was our GM Saul Bookman at the Combine if Isaiah Simmons was playing inside, and he said yes. I should have been asking, is Zayvon Collins playing inside? He may, he, this, this may be the reason why they're waiting to sign an outside linebacker I think he could be in an eight-plus eight, eight plus sack guy if you just leave him there and let him grow because I think he has – I don't think he can call the defense. But if you do that, then you need to go out and sign somebody else, Bo. Let me ask you this, Frank. What was the number one thing that was going to get you kicked out of practice? Oh, uh, or, out of practice? Out of the um, drills in practice. Just, well, just out of, out of practice by, by far, man. You're constantly just messing up the drill. You're constantly mental mistakes, out. right? Mental yeah. mistakes, mental absolutely. And well, if he's well, if, and, and, and he probably had a longer leash than most guys. So if it got a kid, if it got your kid out of practice, it's because you just honestly are not helping the defense at all. And and I think that this is a huge red flag because he said bad practices today led to his fewer snaps in 2021. And I just think that as far as you know, being that guy, being that Mike leader of the defense linebacker. You know, you've got to be the guy that knows, you know, you got to be a couple steps ahead of the offense. You gotta you gotta recognize what you saw in the film room and be able to 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 convey that to the other 10 guys on defense. And I just don't know at this point if Mr. Mom and Pop ice cream shop Coldstone, Zayvon Collins is the guy. Let, let, let me add That's this another red guys, flag, man. by the way. Real, you didn't know real quick, let's 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 back off the red flags. Let me tell you why. Okay. Let me give you this no, great caveat. What you did point out, Johnny, was awesome. Is that the fact that he did a he did a hell of a job in the Dallas game? That's week number 15, 16. Yeah, 16. it's late. And that's that's not including the preseason. 
So that's how much time it probably took him to figure out how to be a linebacker in the NFL and the speed of it and the yeah. speed of that defense. You you want your first round. Everyone wants your first round pick to be a day one starter or impact player at some kind of way. And I agree with you 100%. This is another kind of jacked up moment that we can point at Steve Kimes, JV. But reality, it might have took him that long. And again, getting into the NFL, guys, it's not easy. He's a, he's a number one overall pick. He got number one money. Scottsdale was interesting. Look, it's hard to run Scottsdale. You guys, if you don't know, you want to find out when a lot of, with a lot of money. So trust me, Tulsa's not the Harvard, but it and a damn show ain't Miami. So when he got to Scottsdale, it looked like Miami. Trust me, and I know what them it'll do to you. But in reality, it took him that long, JV, to kind of figure that thing out, and that's why he played so much better. And you can only hope that he'll do that much better as he gets into this season. Bees brings up a good point in the chat. At what point do we hold the linebacker coach accountable? I would double down on that and say the, and the entire defensive coaching staff, Vance Joseph. I don't think much of Billy Davis. He was a former defensive coordinator with this team, and they underachieved under Ken Rosenhut. He got fired, and now he's been gifted two first-round caliber linebackers. Isaiah Simmons a top-ten pick, and uh, they can't stop the run worth a shit. These guys should have gaudy stat lines every year. I hold him incredibly accountable. I also hold Vance Joseph accountable. I think Vance Joseph does a lot of good things, specifically with veteran players and putting them in position to be successful. I think he can generate a pass rush with not a lot, but I also have concerns. His name escapes me, but can't. I think back to this the quote that Zayvon Collins just said. He was making a lot of mistakes, right? I'm sorry. If a guy's taken in the first round, the top half of the first round, I'm letting them play through their mistakes and grow on the fly because I most players, and Frank probably can attest to this, you get better by playing. And if you're not playing, I, I, I'm sorry. I just I need him to have a robust amount of NFL reps. Like they allowed Buda Baker to grow through some of that adversity as a rookie, and look what happened. Right? There's a player that Kansas City took last year, a linebacker. He, he was a second or third round pick. His name escapes me. I apologize. He was awful at the beginning of the year. Remember how bad Kansas City's defense was at the at the beginning of the year, and then they just started humming, and their defense was on fire as they entered the postseason, and they almost went to the Super Bowl. And they started a rookie inside linebacker that was not a top 50 pick. The Cardinals and Vance Joseph do not have the stones to say, Nick Bolton, thank you, Rafa. Nick Bolton, nice player. Nowhere the talent of a Zayvon Collins, by the way. Nowhere a talent of an Isaiah Simmons. But the Kansas City Chiefs said, we trust Andy Reid. We trust our offense to carry us in the early part of the season, which is what the Cardinals should have been doing with Isaiah Simmons two years ago and Zayvon Collins last year. They just don't have the stones to do it. And I'm going to I'm gonna go as far, I'm going to call that gutless by the Cardinal coaching staff. You cannot make these premium picks and investments and then not play them. And that's oh. why I just, I have no confidence that we're, we're going to see him blossom into this kind of franchise player because they have a Nick Vigil as a crutch on the roster. JV, it's not that. I'm telling you, it's not that. Like the NFL shakes some people, man. Like you, it shakes you. I, I like I like to think that when you say you put a guy out there, sometimes it shake got it shake guys so bad that they they lose their confidence. Low tone Capone thing, in the audio just said he sounded a little unsure of himself in that audio. Like he sounds borderline like kind of broken in that audio. He sounds like a player that I think he's, if, he's humble right now. He's humbling himself, telling know. you guys exactly what happened. Was, you can sound humble and be confident shoulders. though. Well, I mean, I, I I had two bad shoulders and I'm looking forward. He said I'm looking forward to this year. I'm more comfortable in the defense. I got more opportunities. The more play, the more positions you play, the more you learn. 
I might be calling a defense. I might not. But I think that's the part where you understand when you're in a defense that has a bunch of stars. Like you don't need you don't need we can we can talk about our secondary and name the stars we got back there and maybe one or two on our defensive line right now. Everyone else is just rookies trying to figure it out. Zayvon Collins would be the guy you want him to be, but let's just trust me. You got to give him time to figure this thing out because the NFL is hella fast, and some of these guys got to figure out how to spend money, how to hang out in Scottsdale, how to be able to come to work, how to be able to buy donuts, the right kind of donuts, like how to be able to sleep in the middle. It's it's a lot of things you got to figure out, bro. One point two million. I don't want to be. I'm never negative, but that. I, how can you? How can you listen to that and just and just say, "Hey, everything's fine." I don't know if I'm calling the defense. Oh, oh no. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you right now, you're not calling the defense, Bo. No, you're not. It, it reminds me of the the scene from Step Brothers where they're applying for different jobs and they're sitting there with Seth Rogen. And he's about to hire him, and then the, he rips the long fart, and he's like. It completely paints the picture differently. And he's like, yeah, now, now it all makes sense. And now I'm weirded out by you guys. But this is like the rolling down the fairway for, for J.J. Watt and the driving 70 and a 35 and not knowing about Cold Stone. And it's all it's all he's figured it out. It's, I'm it's back on team concerning. Isaiah Simmons right now. Look, if, if, but if Thank they you. can get Zayvon Collins, who is a first-round athlete, in a position to just react, if he's not the guy calling the defense, that's all well and good. If it puts Nick Vigil on the field, that's concerning. But if, it, if you can get Zayvon Collins to just react out there on the on the read and react on the yes. football field, he's going to be a problem. But that's I think he's got a little of ways to go there. And today was certainly concerning. Maybe take himself out of Scottsdale. Maybe go to a maybe a, a little bit of a he needs to move out with Johnny. Right. Or an easier setting like Tempe in Four Peaks. H Street. Frank and I were out there with our brand new partner that we're pumped about. Four Peaks. My God, am I excited that PHNX Sports is partnering with Four Peaks Brewing, the official beer of PHNX. I am a Four Peaks fiend. I know Frank loves it. I know Johnny loves it, even though the shade was thrown Really hard today at our guy, Johnny Venerable. Friends teach friends how to chug, not two-handed. Nah, I don't know what he's doing there as far as if you If you wonder why I'm in such a shit mood on my day back, Zayvon Collins fumbling the playbook and then this bullshit. Listen, I, I love a good twin Twin Peaks. Four Peaks as much as anybody. I also love Twin Peaks, if you know what I mean. Right. And then I see that bullshit graphic. I'm sorry I couldn't make it to the photo shoot. In all seriousness, you guys look like you had a hell of a good time. We're so thankful. We're so blessed. We love Four Peaks, and now we get to partner with them long term. It's it's the best of both worlds, Frank. Oh man, love it one hundred percent. We had a great time. Look, Bo is a consummate pro on drinking. Like him and him and Da are gonna rock this show. If we had a we had a chugging mm-hmm. contest versus anybody in our building, Saul, Espo, you bring Sean, you bring Stick, you bring any one of the guys on Shane, you bring them out. I bet I'm taking Bo and Damian. 100%. Me and you, Johnny. Bo was, Bo was impressive. At, yeah, Bo was impressive at the draft party. I will I will give him that. I didn't recruit him onto this show only because he, you know, handsome guy who can talk Cardinal football. We had to bring other attributes. Listen, you want to elevate people to help you do things that you cannot do, and I am not the best at chugging, but you bring up a good point, Frank. You just named a bunch of people in this program, and uh, I, want to, I just want to say one thing. The I get shit on, and that's fine. I, I can own it. I have thick skin. How many people 
in this PHNX family have been put on the clock to chug a beer. Because there's a lot of freaking muscle-bound people on Twitter talking their shit on this, the Twitter <laughs> streets, right? But we need to put – push comes to shove. Let's put a four, uh, four peaks in front of them and see how they do. Suddenly, maybe Johnny Venerable starts rising the ranks a little bit, and they're not the bell of the ball after all. Oh, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, we got, no, I appreciate we got it. internet tough guys at PHNX now. Come on. <laughs> oh, man, I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to put down two delicious Four Peaks beers while we shot that promo shot as well. I have Frank uh, cheering me on. It was amazing yes. to have that type of support <laughs> from my guy. Look at him. He's just wearing out that Coyotes PHNX shirt, by the way. You can get it at phnxlocker.com. But, I mean, to be coupled up, we're talking about elevating uh, things. Teaming up with Four Peaks is absolutely just unbelievable because it's just woven into the fabric of Arizona, of State 48. It's incredible what they've been doing since 1996. They're more than just a brewery. I mean, what they do on the beer side, it's unbelievable. And they do with their seltzers and what they're doing with barrel aging is unbelievable. But also their menu. It, like, you don't go to a bar or a brewery where they have a menu as good as four peaks it's unreal you've got the uh you know the 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 beer bread you've got everything you've, you've got the the rolls they've got everything you want they've got great salads they've got flatbreads pizzas four peaks h street the airport wherever you go to four peaks you're going to be satisfied i'm extremely happy that we are partnering up with them yes. here's how big of a four peaks fiend i am i have a text group chat where it's the Four Peaks Mafia. Because we, I would go to Four Peaks every time when I lived out of town to Four Peaks to meet up with my buddies. It's the perfect hang spot, perfect place to catch a game or just catch up with some friends and family. Check them out on 8th Street. It's the official beer of PHNX Sports. Isn't it going to be fantastic? We're going to continue through the Diamondback season just enjoying Four Peaks at a premium. Baseball season, you can't beat a nice, tall, cool glass of four peaks and then into the football season you gentlemen are going to get ingratiated uh with one of my favorite things we do here it's the phnx tailgate show on sunday morning and i'm always scrounging around for alcohol with my guy seth with my guy shane and now i just know i'm just going to grab one of these peach four peaks right here golden ale i love it so mm. much fantastic i also love gambling I was in vegas for six seven days uh took years off my life uh, I'm I'm going to take a step back now, and I'm going to pump the brakes, and I'm going to go back to old reliable, old faithful, right? And that's the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, are you ready for the NBA champs to be crowned? I sure as hell am. I liked the Celtics before the postseason began. I didn't like them this much, but good hell. Join the finals action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 bet, get $150 in free bets instantly. And listen, if you're looking to turn another small bet into a big payday during the NBA Finals with DraftKings, same game parlays, you can do just that. Just make sure you're taking the Draymond Green under in points because this NBA season, a customer placed a $5 same game parlay, won over five grand. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team's going to win, total threes made, total rebounds, and boom, you have a shot at an even bigger payout. Jalen Brown's been out of his GD mind. It's a call to action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. As I burp, because I love beer, use promo code PHNX. Make any $5 bet during the NBA Finals. Get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX. Only at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. It's 21 and over 
Arizona only. Gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customer only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for more details. I said saw Bookman and Shane. <laughs> you definitely said Seth. I don't know who Seth is. I was like... Huh? And that's oh, that's just Shay because he said I chugged beer with two hands. I did not. I didn't want to get it on my sweet, sweet oh DraftKings tea. You're not. I still love you, Saul. I'll tell you what else. <laughs> I'm messing up left and right. I told the story on bets this morning. I screwed up in Vegas. I kept splitting twos at the blackjack table. Why would you split the, twos, bro? When the what dealer was showing, when the dealer was showing like four or five. How or hammered six. were you to split? Twos? Oh, I had I had so many RBVs, Red Bull vodkas. I should have I should have found some Four Peaks. I would have been in good shape, but. Uh, Seth Bookman, my favorite GM. Seth, we love you. Bo. <laughs> so it is wow, hitting. You, the four peaks yeah, is hitting, but look, it's a it's a it's a smooth time. Yeah, it's a smooth it's a, time on a Thursday. Friday Eve. And oh, when Jesus. when Seth is there a better time to enjoy a nice cold, frosty four peaks beverage? No, there's not. Uh, Seth Bookman, absolutely just a phenomenal oh, that's GM. hilarious. Seth Bookman. Oh my now, god. <laughs> Damian Anderson and I had some fun yesterday because it was uh, National Best Friends Day. Uh, speaking of Seth Bookman, that's my BFF right there. Uh, and what? wait do, a minute, to celebrate, we had uh, we we picked we broke down the most important duos for the Arizona Cardinals. Emma, do we have the graphic from yesterday? Can we bring that up? I hate to put you on the spot, but we had the best Cardinals duo. There it is. Look at Emma on just ghost hands there. Kyler and Hollywood, Kyler D hop, Connor and Daryl Williams, James Connor and Daryl Williams in the backfield, Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins. Not number four. Now don't pick number four. Right. Or number six is other. You guys have, how, how would you weigh in as far as the most important duo to the team's success this season? I'm going to go other. Um, and I'm going to cheat a little bit, but I'm going to take a page out of Damian Anderson's book because he said this. I'm going to steal it because I think it reigns true. If two players ball out for the Cardinals this year, they're going to win double-digit games. They're going to go to the postseason. Kyler Murray and J.J. Watt are the are the tandem for me. They're the captains of their each side of the respected ball. J.J. Watt elevates others, as does Kyler Murray. No Chandler Jones anymore. Good hell, whatever's happening at the inside linebacker position if J.J. Watt comes out and just has a resurgent year and kicks ass up front, everything will take care of itself defensively. The cornerbacks will be fine. The safeties are already elite, right? And then on the flip side, if we get Pro Bowl Kyler Murray for 17 weeks, they are going back to the playoffs, right? They have enough pieces defensively where I feel like they can hold their own. So I, I'm going to cheat a little bit, and I'm going to take one from each side of the ball. Because I, you know me, I love me some Hollywood Brown. I think he and Kyler are going to do magical things together. We, we could see two Pro Bowl bursts out of both of those guys, 1,300 yards I'm predicting for Hollywood. But Watt and Murray, if those guys are stars, superstar players this year, Cardinals will, are, will be a very good, dare I say, contending team once again. As I'm going to take, take a page from the old league course, so not so fast, my friend. <laughs> I'm going with number four, and that's Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons. Hell yeah, you got to have those guys ball out. Two first-round draft picks. Our defense leaks water. Our defense leak, man, running backs through us like a water with a hole in it. It's bad. It's terrible. How do you know the water with a hole in it is? <laughs> yes, but either You're way, exa- tell you what, it's pathetic. Our defense without Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons not playing at their best, it's going to be pathetic. These two guys are young. They must come out and play. They must earn their money. They must earn their spots. And the reason why is because J.J. is going to do what J.J.'s do. He's 18 to $22 million. 
We're about to get Kylo on 40. He's supposed to do what he's going to do. You're back with your boy HB. HB number two is supposed to do exactly what he's supposed to do. I'm not taking anybody that's already got money, that's already, that's, 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 uh, that's already established in the NFL, that's pro bowlers. I'm not taking those guys. Do your damn job. But the guys that we got as first-round draft picks, as we're trying to figure out, are they ballers? Can they help stop the run? Can they help stop running backs out the backfield? Can they cover the third and fourth receiver? Or can they stop a damn tight end from just dra- just draining us every year? Please, God, help me. That's the Johnny Venables attache. Please, God, help me. That's <laughs> I've been saying Collins. that a lot in Vegas. Please, God, help me, uh, for I have sinned many times. Um, we got people in the chat. I, this is a good comment I want to bring up. Um, okay. if, I, if Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins b- both become top five, 15 or even top 10 linebackers, that can be huge. Picking spreads, I would say it's a win if one of those two players gets a second contract at this point, Isaiah Simmons or Zayvon Collins. That's that's how down I am on, on both of those players, and I like them. I like them if they were second, third, fourth-round picks. You think about and we didn't talk about this in the first segment, you know, the, the players that the Cardinals passed on to, to take Isaiah Simmons, the players that the Cardinals inevitably passed on to take Zayvon Collins. That, that could get ugly. So I think we should be rooting for, yeah, Pro Bowl Burser, that's the end-all, be-all. That's the dream, all pros. But, like, are these guys even going to get extended? That's that's the question I would be asking. I, I see it without a problem. They both are talented, athletic, bow. I think both these guys are going to be special. You just got to find them. Again, no linebacker in the NFL is good without a defensive line. Our defense line was actually crappy last year, and that's because of COVID, injuries, Peters, Phillips. Two guys you got $20 million in that did not even play a third of the season, which is pathetic. And so we, we, we relied on Allen, half of J.J. Watt, barely C.J. on the outside. So that's that's your problem. So right now I would look forward if going back to the duel with Bo in the statement, if I can get Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons to ball the F out, these guys become some some run stoppers and some coverage, some coverage men, I think our defense and our offense, everything you said about offense, Johnny, would be explosive. Yeah, it would elevate a pedestrian defense to to above average. And that would be huge. With with what you expect out of the offense, even in the absence of DeAndre Hopkins in six games, if you get those guys to become the next version of KJ Wright and Bobby Wagner, you'll be in you'll be in really good shape. If you got a tackling machine, if you got guys if if Vance Joseph can get these guys to play like have that amoeba defense where you don't know what they're gonna do. Are they gonna are they gonna rush? Are they gonna fill rush lanes? Are they gonna drop back in coverage? What are they going to do? And the offense is sitting there not knowing each and every play. That's that's a big W for the Arizona Cardinals on yeah. defense. Then guys like J.J. Watt, Zach Allen, Marcus Golden, they can eat a little bit because, you know, not everybody's going to be accounted for because you've got two disruptive guys in the middle of the field, now, Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins, who have first-round athleticism that can mm-hmm. be very disruptive when utilized correctly. We just I don't think we've seen that yet. And I think it's a part of the players, of course, the coaching, putting them in a position to be successful. But look, yeah, you can look at the the wide receivers, Kyler Murray in Hollywood, Kyler Murray in the hop. Kyler, uh, Damian said Kyler Murray and even A.J. Green. That's going to be important, something we're sleeping on. Or the running back duo, you can look at Rodney Hudson and, and D.J. Humphreys, two guys who are going to be important on that offensive line. And I look at the rookies, your pass rushers, MyJ Sanders and Cameron Thomas. That's an mm-hmm. important duo as well to come in and know exactly what they're in the game for. And that's getting after the opposing quarterback. And then look, let's not overlook the cornerbacks either. 
You got uh, Marco Wilson needs to make a big step this year as a fourth round pick. Fell off last year at the end of the year. Got all the tools you want. And then Byron Murphy in a contract year. That's a big duo, especially with the tragedy that happened. They're kind of the only guys, even though it looks like Robert Alford's coming back. Hey, I like all those. It. Yeah, question go ahead. real quick. Just a little side note, which I'm not aware of. If the Cardinals, which they did, lose a player in the midst of something like that, does does that does the NFL recognize that as giving the team an opportunity to do have extra time to get other players, or that's just all on the general manager and what they bring to the table? I'm not I'm not I'm not sure that I've never been in that situation where I've lost a player during the season. No, based on everything I've read and looked up, I mean, there's no compensatory picks time. Uh, you know, the financial obligation. I hope he he still gets some of that money for his family. But I um I don't know how much. I can't that imagine it's first. a cap hit though. I can't imagine right. the NFL is going to put right. And I'm sure sure that Michael Bidwell and the Cardinals will do right by his um the the mother of his child and 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 his son, which is just horrifically sad to think about. But I we I mean the Cardinals have ample cap space to to maneuver. We still wait for one of these time time signings, and uh, I wonder if we'll get it after mandatory camp. Because maybe they'll they'll feel a little bit better about their holes and where they feel maybe more confident about some positions. The last point I'll bring up in terms of tandems that I really like, you know, I just dogged on two young players. I don't like doing that. Uh, but Trey McBride and Zach Ertz, I think, are going to have mm. a monster season in combination with each other. I think Trey McBride is going to outplay a lot of the receivers because of his physicality, because of his just seamless ability to catch the football and get downfield. So if you think about uh, Zach Ertz and Trey McBride like eclipsing like 1,200 yards receiving. I think that would be best case scenario. I still am bullish. I think Trey McBride is going to get enough. A lot of people are going to tell me, John, he's not going to play. He's going to be behind Max Williams. He's going to play special teams. You, you are a, he. He is going to force himself onto the field like we saw the the great Cardinal draft picks of the last decade do, like a Tyron Matthew, like a John Brown. His talent is going to be too immense for the Cardinals to ignore and they will get creative with he and Zach Ertz because I can tell you what, Cliff Kingsbury, when he's had competent tight ends, he maximizes those positions. So I look to the resume of Cliff Kingsbury, the resume of these coaches. I have never seen Vance Joseph develop an inside linebacker, so I can't pick those two. But I've seen Cliff Kingsbury take Zach Ertz midseason, take Kenyon Drake midseason, and make them studs. I think Trey McBride and Zach Ertz, it's going to be one of the best tight end combinations in pro football. I look forward to brother. I'm, I'm hoping for it. Look, how about this? Here? Zach Ertz, I did a research study. Zach Ertz in the like in the history of the NFL, in the duo of uh, two set tight ends, he's in the he's in the top 25 with his with his partner that he had over over in Philly. This guy absolutely has no problem sharing sharing the wealth of knowledge that he has. He has no problem with you know gang banging in regards to a defense, a linebacker or a safety with his with his with his with his, with his tandem. The Cardinals did a good job of getting a speedy, agile, big, big tight end and Trey McBride. So, look, hopefully uh, they are used properly and then th that the RPO offense does work extremely well with both of these guys. That allows these guys to both just absolutely wear out the defense in regards to their their their, their secondary or safeties or linebackers that cannot cover them. So I'm looking forward to seeing exactly that. And I, hope, I, I agree with you, Bo. You talked about 1,200 yards. That would only be a caveat for the Cardinals if both of those guys can bring in that uh, maybe 1,200 yards and maybe, what, 15, 10, 10 to 15 touchdowns. That'd be perfect. That'd be huge. I mean, that's that's crazy. That's a crazy number coming from Captain OGs, our guy 
Frank Sanders, the OG, OG, the OG, the OG King right there. Absolutely. And we love talking about our partner over at OG's Arizona's first original scratch made cannabis kitchen is dedicated to creating that innovative and memorable cannabis infused products that flavor life's journey. You're looking to step things up experiences. OG's is going to do that for you. You need maybe a little help getting to sleep. Oh, geez, that's going to hook you up. That's going to put you to sleep. If you're if you're Johnny Venerable and you're wide awake thinking about all the money you squandered in Las Vegas, pop an OG. You'll be fine. Trust ah, me. You, you know me so well, my brother. You know me so well. If you're on the links and you need to dial in the focus, oh, geez. Like our guy Frank Sanders. His favorite edible, of course, Frank. You already know, man, that orange creamsicle, baby. Orange creamsicle because their their motto is flavoring life. It's unbelievable. OG's it. flavors life. And it's something we can all get behind. They let's get tropical. They've got these tropical flavors. They're unreal. How about strawberry kiwi, raspberry orange, pina colada? I love a nice pina colada. I'm sure Johnny had some pina coladas poolside. I had, se- I had several, <laughs> and it cost them a lot of money, but it it, it, it was delicious. And so are the OG's edibles, and they're uh, catered. And, and tailored the experience that you want. If you're interested in more, knowing more about OG's and the delicious variety of flavors that OG's Brands has to offer, go to ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands.com to find OG's near you. Now, we're working remotely today. Our offices are shut down, uh, but we're feeling confident that we're staying healthy and we want to continue to do all the stuff as the world continues to open back up. COVID-19 vaccines free for everyone five and older, 12 and older, also now eligible for the booster. We're now two years into this thing, and there isn't a better option than letting and getting your COVID-19 vaccines free and for everyone five and older, 12 and older, also, as I said, eligible for that booster. Numbers are rising right now. Put yourself, your family in the best position to stay healthy, safe and healthy, of course. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for location near you uh we were talking earlier about tandems that we need for the cardinals to be successful i cheated i went kyler murray and jj watt jj watt was out at otas today uh, and running some positional grill drills with his defensive linemen and uh this is this is not the jj watt i need (laughs) to be able to succeed can we play that again on a loop emma okay so good footwork on the front end and then gets tripped up there that's like if you're playing the la rams offensive line just cheap dirty they're trying to they're trying to trip you up we, we need to see that jj of old where he's just hurdling man double digit sacks that's a is, is this a little concerning gentlemen we don't see number nine nine get his feet pick pick your feet up a little bit my man it, it looked like honestly in the drills i think you're supposed to just go one step in as you chop across not double step the other the other guy on the other side looked like he was just doing the one step hopping over and in and jay jj was just trying a little too much but guess what He's got them, he's got old legs, man. Dude's got time. That's in what the I'm game. saying. But he's still it's trying okay, to show you he time. got it, and I'm okay with that. You know, he just got caught up, man. He's he's he, you know, unfortunately, that's not uh, that's funny for everyone else, but I promise you, when it comes to putting those pads on, and nobody on that defense line that want to mess with him, nobody. That hurts our that hurts our soul. It's also one thirteen here in Arizona. So right, what are they? Why aren't they in that bubble they they built? I mean, is, is there, playing bro. on grass is the is the grass that important? The grass it's cooler actually on that regards. And then um, when the guys like that, you don't want to be on that turf as you want to be on that turf as less as possible. Um, it's mm-hmm. the new synthetic turf. It does have a uh, tire rubber, ground up mm-hmm. tire rubber at the bottom of it, most of it to keep it soft and a little bit more 
easier on your on your joints, but in reality, there's nothing like the grass. The grass is easier on those guys. I would love some grass in my backyard, but I am now officially broke after six days in Vegas. But the good <laughs> news is I can still afford a membership at gophnx.com because it's 99 cents for the first month, $8.99 for the subsequent months, or the best deal you can get. This is better than any deal I saw in Vegas, even the $6.99 cocktail shrimp, $59.98 for the full year, and you get a free fresh tea from the PHNX merchandise locker like this He's on Fire shirt right here. Love my PHNX son's brethren. Frank's got the bird on the ball. Classic look. I believe Bo is rocking one of our brand new Four Peaks tees. You can't get that at the locker, but you can rep it with a PHNX hat like this. Apparently, I know that. I know. We need to score some gear here. But uh, PHNX merchandise locker, it's fantastic, as is the ever-flowing content at gophnx.com. Somebody in the chat, I thought, encompassed it earlier uh, and it's way back up in the chat, Emma, basically saying, oh, Four Peaks, PHNX, you guys are reeling in the big fish. My man, we are the big fish now, and it's because of you, our PHNX family. We are so excited, fired up about Four Peaks, everything we got going on from now, rolling into the season. Look at Emma. She's a first-class producer. Bees. we do have the big boy endorsements, uh, and it's because of all of you. So I hope you guys are enjoying the content. It is so good to be back be sure to like subscribe leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast the three of us it's yeah we'll be back manana for bo brock at bo brock frank sanders at frank sanders 81 i'm johnny venerable we will see you manana go enjoy a four peak